Big Apple School podcast. This is Mike. And my name is Vladimir. And today we're talking about stereotypes. Ah, so stereotypes, Vladimir. Can you define for me what stereotypes are? Yes, well, stereotype is a set of uh, images or set of beliefs that are commonly used to describe a person or a thing. Uh, well, usually they are used when you describe people or a nation, maybe, or ethnicity, something like that. Why do you think they exist? Do you think this is just human nature to just assume what you've been told by other people? Is that what, you know, I mean, stereotypes, you know, sort of exist in all forms, right? You know, nations sometimes try to portray certain people in a certain way. I mean, artists do. I mean, almost always. I mean, they've been guilty of that. You know, today's society in the 21st century, we tend to see stereotypes um, as, you know, a very, very bad things. You know, there, there are things that you shouldn't be doing, right? So why do they exist? Why did they exist so prevent, uh, prevalently? And why do they exist so prevalently today? So stereotypes are, I think they are inherited to human nature. And uh, it's like, according to psychologists, it's uh, common for people to make generalizations. So people generalize about everything. So they uh, start doing this when they are young or even when they're children, babies, uh, when their parents talk about them, just describe maybe something. Or then when, when a child goes to school, he or she starts practicing this, just making generalizations about things, about people, about things that he or she sees around him or her. So that's why uh, I think stereotypes are quite common and I would say it's like it's inherited. And uh, of course, they can be good or they can be bad. And you're right, I agree with you. Mostly we associate stereotypes with something bad. But uh, if we talk about people, if we talk about nations, I think there are some good stereotypes. Maybe, you know, some examples. Oh, uh, well, I mean, you're saying that this, I mean, let's go back one, one, one notch on that. So you're saying that this is inherent in human nature. Do you think it's something to do with the um, easy processing? Of, of, of new things when we come across them or new types of people when we come across them? Is there, some, is there some kind of a survival mechanic that's built into our brains? I think so, yes, because first of all, when a person starts, uh, uh, let's say, thinking about a thing or a person, first of all, and especially when we talk about something new, when a person comes across something new in his or her life, first, maybe he or she tries to compare uh, with his or her previous beliefs or what uh, he or she knows about that. And that's why this comparison leads to stereotyping. Mm, so you think this is something, you know, I always kind of saw it as <clears throat> kind of like a primitive way. Like, like so let's say a, a caveman goes out into the woods one day and, you know, we all be, we're all built around routines, right? So... Mm -hmm. One day he goes to his forest that he's been to a thousand times to go hunting and he comes across a group of humans that he's never, he had never seen before, right? So, and they're of different skin color, they look different, they speak a different language, they have different tools and equipment. You know, I have a feeling this is some sort of an inborn mechanic, stereotyping, mm -hmm. to help us sort of deal with those situations that are out of routine. 
right? Because, you know, people freak out when things are out of routine. As you can see, this coronavirus at the moment, right? People oh, yeah. have been thrown out of routine, so they are freaking out around the world. I mean, Russians are taking this really well, actually, right? But I was talking to um, a friend of mine in Australia, and she was telling me how just people around her have just psychologically changed over this, right? So, for example, she lives with her partner and two other flatmates, housemates and they live in a house and one of the housemates just went a little bit crazy and she started controlling everything like she would say you know if there's a sofa in the in the living room she would designate one spot and only she can sit there and if anybody sits there she would scream and yell at people right and there's like a garage there are three cars in the household and there's a garage and only she can use the garage doors and nobody else Right? That's one example. The other example is her father started becoming very controlling. He would go out every day, get a little bit of supplies, bring it back every day, and just to control the supplies at home. He had too much food in the house, but it didn't matter. He would just still go out, get a little bit, little bit, little bit, because he wants to control the situation, and he couldn't, because the world now dictates what he has to do, not he dictates how he wants to live. So. I just feel that maybe stereotypes help us, you know, when, when we come across situations that are out of routine, it might help us um, cope and deal with those situations, right? And maybe make a quick judgment, fight or flight, right? Yes. That's the sort of system, right. right? And if it's a fight, and this is one of the reasons why stereotypes can cause a lot of fights around the world, or flights, right. that, we're, that we, we use stereotypes to stay away from certain people or block them off from coming them to, uh, from, from them to come to, coming to us, or we fight them, we argue with them, we tell them, you're not good, get away from us, right? So stereotypes, I think, in nature, create conflict, right? And, and separation pe between people. And I think that's one of the reasons why in the 21st century, we don't like that because we're supposed to live in a global age where people are supposed to open their borders. There's, people are supposed to make people different from us, right? So it goes against our current world culture. Um, so I've always felt that way about, uh, you know, that's why people stereotype. Yeah, I think so. Okay, just I wanted to add, for example, if we talk about ethnic stereotypes, yeah. uh, some uh, scientists or psychologists, they say that some of them may be positive. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you know, that it's a common belief that, let's say, Germans made good cars, or even if we talk about some kind of behavior, because I, I've even heard um, uh, such a stereotype or maybe common belief that Canadians are polite. And uh, I think, uh, well, it's good. But on the other hand, I agree with you that nowadays we consider stereotypes as something negative because, uh, because of that maybe stigmatized opinions or something like that, especially when we talk about race or age or gender. So, of course, uh, they are negative in most cases, and you're right, they can cause conflicts. Yeah, I mean, you know, some stereotypes, um, you were talking about something that's uh, mainly positive and negative. I've always felt that stereotypes, um, I don't know, I mean, are they positive? Are there any positive stereotypes? Just considering maybe ethnic stereotypes. Yeah. But as for the rest of them, I mean other types, like I mentioned, uh, yeah. uh, that are connected with race or maybe gender or mm. skin color. Well, of course, they're negative. 
So what are, give me one positive um, stereotype that you can think of. Ooh, just, uh, well, as far as I mentioned, I can think of an ethnic stereotype. Yeah. Right? A couple of ethnic stereotypes. Yeah, something that's positive. Yeah, yeah. just, uh, for example, about Germans, right? Yeah. Uh, that, uh, well, usually people believe or people think that Germans make good cards. Mm. And it's quite, uh, well, it's quite known. Right. Mm, yeah. So they but, they use it to sell cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's good for them. Yeah. Yes, right. it's good for them for for their mm -hmm. marketing. Yeah. Right? Okay. So 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 do Germans make the best cars? I but don't of know. course, yeah. of course, uh, the mm. majority of them, or I I would say, uh, even the most of them, of course, are negative, and uh, we we should be critical. So we should think about that. If we want to, for example, I like your example with that uh, caveman mm -hmm. because you see, uh, when you see somebody who is different from you, of course, you start thinking, or I mean, maybe people used to think that uh, uh, these people are different because they have a different skin color, they have different habits, diff different lifestyle. So that's why they're not good because I'm different, yeah? Mm -hmm. But now we live in a in the world which is going global, yeah, and we we live in globalization. So I think, of course, we should uh, look at each aspect from different perspectives. So that's why we should be critical. Okay, critical thinking is the key word here. So, I think. so how does one escape judging others through stereotype? I mean, these things are pretty ingrained in us since we're kids, right? So. I mean, how, how, does, how does one go about reversing stereotypes? I mean, I mean, right now, there is that, you know, that movement around the world. Um, you know, I was talking to my friend from Australia, I was saying a couple of days ago, and she was telling me that, that the Black Lives Matter movement is so huge in Australia right now. And it's really, really strange because it is not an Australian movement. It is an American movement. Yeah, that somehow made, right. its, made its way globally uh, to wherever black people live, right? So. Um, I'm just wondering, and this whole thing is about reversing stereotypes, right? Staring, um, uh, reversing assumptions about other people, which can lead to disastrous consequences, especially violence, right? Yes. So how do we recondition a culture to get away from stereotyping? I mean, it's something that is inborn, ingrained within, within us. It might be, right? So how do you go against human nature, is my point. Well, I think uh, the key point, as far as I mentioned, it's critical thinking. And anyway, you, should, you shouldn't compare a person, for example, to some general beliefs that we know. And of course, uh, we should value each person as he or she is. And uh, uh, don't think about some, uh, just some common beliefs, maybe, or don't think about some uh, information that we had before. Uh, and uh, of course, uh, if we talk about getting rid of stereotypes, I think uh, you should just, just, you just, you should ask yourself that how would uh, this person behave or how you, how you would behave in this, uh, at this particular moment and uh, uh, see maybe some other circumstances or think of some other uh, things that that are around us. I think uh, uh, anyway, you shouldn't judge a person uh, comparing to some common beliefs or common characteristics, because every person is individual. Yes, 
Yeah. And uh, it's it's even dangerous to to compare one person to a set of characteristics that we had before. Right. I mean, the friend that I was speaking to, she asked a certain question um, to me, which I found very interesting. And she asked me, how are the race relations in Russia, right? The first thing I told her is, listen, I've only lived in Siberia so far. And Siberia is a very different place to, say, the western part of Russia, as I understand, right? So I can't speak for that. Yeah, nor can I speak for the Far East, only Siberia. And I told her, well, Siberians are incredibly welcoming of everybody, it seems. It seems like to me, it's like... I don't know. I mean, it's, it's very, very, um, the relations here is, it's like, it doesn't matter what ethnicity you are, right? Yeah, and, 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 and I think that's a really, I can tell that there has been hundreds of years of inter-ethnic, interracial mixing of cultures and ethnicities in this country for so long that people just don't care so much anymore. Right, really don't care so yes, much anymore. Right, right? right. Whereas, of course, you know, if you look at like English-speaking countries or even the European, uh, the Western European continents, right, they are dealing with this problem now because mm-hmm. this problem is actually fairly new for them. Different people coming into their borders and then trying to intermingle and trying to work out the differences through stereotypes and whatnot. Right. Yeah. I mean, I remember in Sydney, you know, like three German girls. I met them at a pub, and we were, I was speaking to them. They were young girls, right, mm-hmm. about twenty-three, twenty-four, college-educated. Right, middle class, it's obvious. And they were telling me just how much they hate the Islamic immigrants that were coming into their country. Because they were coming in, they were they were, you know, doing riots, they were hitting people in the streets, they were raping the raping the girls, and the police didn't just didn't bother even protecting them, right? And it was so really weird because, you know, in Sydney we didn't really grow up in that, right? That's a sort of mm-hmm. sort of but in, in Germany I could see even in a, you know, sort of liberal arts educated middle class, you know, German girls, this thing was acceptable, right? It was really strange. And this was all based on stereotypes. I could see the stereotypes playing in their heads. Right, Islamic men are race uh, rapists. Yes, they are. Right. They are. They are. They are disruption to our society, and we can never integrate Islam into our culture. Right. That, those were the stereotypes that were ingrained into them, yes. and it's not something that started during childhood. It's something that started during adulthood. Right. So even when you are told stereotypes as an adult, these things can play a powerful role in the way you interact with other people. Yeah. So I always find that in Russia. Things are, I would say this is the least racist country I've ever been to, right? This is the least discriminatory country I've ever been to, right? Yeah, because uh-huh, you're right. Because right. here, uh, as you mentioned, uh, well, historically, we have a mix of uh, different ethnicities. And you know that Russia has lots of ethnicities yeah. in it. Yeah. And uh, that's why people live... Uh, in peace, they're friendly towards towards each other, yeah. and uh, we we don't have such a problem because uh, and yeah, and now when we look at such examples like we see in Europe or maybe in other countries, of course uh, uh, it seems strange and uh, like we have a question how it can be like this because. Uh, well, uh, you you gave a good example about those German girls because, well, even even if they met those guys being adult people, but still maybe they had some beliefs that were given them in, during the childhood, 
Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, without interacting with those uh, newcomers, right, uh, they, uh, they previously had a belief that they're bad guys and they, they, they should do or they would do this uh, so, such bad things in their, in their country. Right. Oh, but uh, well, as for as for Russia, it's uh, different. I mean, in terms of interethnic relationships, or maybe I can give you an example uh, mm. of Kazakhstan because mm. I was born in Kazakhstan and I lived there for many years. Mm. And uh, people live. Uh, I mean, people are friendly because uh, it's uh, multinational. Not not multinational, but maybe how to say multi ethnic. Yes, multi ethnic. Mm. That's the right word. It's multi ethnic countries, and um, people share their cu- uh, cultures with each other. They uh, also borrow some things from other cultures, and it's it's a good mix. So here we have the same. But you know, I've heard a completely different story about Kazakhstan from the Russians who have immigrated here from there. Right, I run across quite a few of them in the last year, and they uh, told me um, that when they were young, during the SSSR period, mm-hmm. things were all good. Everybody, you know, everybody were friends. You know, everybody was, you know, they were all friendly to each other and whatnot. As soon as that regime collapsed and a new government came in, they started teaching some sort of ethnic, uh, ethno uh, nationalism that said that Kazakhs are the best and everybody else is not welcome or something. And then they saw that Kazakh peoples, um, the, the native Kazakhs, their attitude towards different groups changed. And um, some people were quite, uh, and there were fights and, and conflict and whatnot. And a lot of ethnic Russians ran from Kazakhstan to city like Novosibirsk, and they've settled here, right? So, I mean, is that is that just a small outlier case or is this, are we talking about something Yeah. Well, uh, of course, I think it's it's an exception because, uh, uh, well, we you're right, and we can say that everything yeah. is 100 percent right. Uh, right and uh, well, the best. Yes. Yeah. So, of course, there are some problems. There are maybe some issues, but still, uh, it's just. Uh, I would say it's an exception. Right. They're not common, and uh, I'm right. sure, 100 percent sure right. that. Right. Well, maybe uh, uh, after you know that after the USSR collapsed, uh-huh. uh, there was a period of hardship because people uh, didn't have enough money to leave and didn't didn't uh-huh. have good jobs. So that's why uh, they they got angry, and maybe that was the reason. They look for someone to blame. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. That's the human nature part, yeah. right? They look for something to blame. You know, um, so I looked into this because um, I was fascinated by this whole, you know, the, 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 the harmony, the relative incredible harmony you have here between different groups of people. And I'm going to um, try to sort of jigsaw this together, and then correct me if I'm, if I'm not correct, right? So the way this happened is that Um, originally, the western part of Russia, where the imperial seat was um, throned, which is Moscow and Leningrad, these places, right? They expanded their territory east uh, through Siberia into the Far East. Right. Is that correct? And the first people that sort of they conquered and integrated into their society were called the Tatars. And that was Kazan. Is that correct? Uh, uh, yes, actually. Uh, it was like, but it was long ago. It was... Right. Like in the in the 16th century. But this is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That this all happened a long time ago, whereas other places around the world have to deal with this sort of in a recent years. 
right? Mm -hmm. So Russia's had a longer time to integrate as they pushed eastwards, conquering more ethnic mm. groups such as mm. the Buyats and the, and then the Yakutians and whatnot, right? That they had to integrate them into their society, teach them Russian language and whatnot. And yeah. and this process took hundreds of years, and thus people to and, and then when it came to the, the Soviet government, they standardized everything. Right. Mm -hmm. their, their, their game was let's standardize everyone. And, right. and, and the point, you know, I suppose the representative point was that Stalin wasn't even Russian. Right. He was actually Georgian. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. And my girlfriend put it this way. It didn't matter that he was Georgian. The, what mattered was that he was a good communist. Right. Yeah, right. So, so the, the people of Russia were, were more than willing to accept him as the leader. Right. Because he was a great communist. Mm -hmm. Right, okay. not because it was you know some special ethnic group. Yeah. So if you look at that, whereas like the United States elected President Obama only about 10, 12 years ago, yeah. yeah. So it took a long time. Whereas you know Stalin was you know back like seventy, eighty years now we're talking about. Uh -huh. So Russia's had a much longer period to deal with differences. To to and, and the stereotypes don't matter as much. People joke about stereotypes here. They definitely do, right? They have a black sense of humor, right? They talk about other groups and make fun of them, right? In a in a sort mm -hmm. of a nice okay. way, in a nice nice jovial way, not in a nasty way, right? Yeah, right. So stereotypes do exist here, but they're not as damaging, of right? Course. They're not and as damaging, right? right? And that's why right. I uh, uh, the thing I'm telling you is that yeah. so sometimes stereotypes can be. Uh, something more positive, yes. Yeah. Because uh, people can uh, like can play jokes, but mm. it's good. I mean, they don't intend to harm other people or to hurt their feelings. So that's why. And actually, I agree with you because the longer the period of integration or maybe assimilation of other people, in, uh, other peoples, let's say yes, mm. or other uh, ethnicities into one country, so the better. Uh, their relationships are and uh, the better this process is. I mean, the process of uh, integration. Yeah, but, but there's... If, it's, it's, yeah. If, it, if it happens so quick, and mm. like uh, maybe within a decade, mm. I think it's, uh, it's a short period of time and of course it can be dangerous because mm. it's difficult to change uh, people's minds, yes, the way they think. So you need... You need a long time for that. You need time for that, right? So it's just basically time we're talking about when it comes to stereotypes and their damaging effect being dis yes. dissipating away. Yeah, it's, it's through time. But you know, there's one group here I noticed that is unanimously stereotyped incredibly badly and thus hated unanimously, right, by everyone I've ever met. Yeah. And this is so surprising to me. And this is what I told uh, my friend in Australia. That it's weird. You know, everybody's very, very friendly here to everybody. And, and it's all very equal, right, ethnically. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to one group, this group is just hated, right? Gypsies. Well, okay. Yeah, gypsies, right? So um, I think they, I think their history is something like they came from India hundreds of years ago to, to Russian lands. And they were nomadic people. They lived in carriages and whatnot. Right. And then now they live sort of settled lives. They, they live in villages and then whatnot in the cities. They have their own communes and stuff like that. But when I first came here, um, there were these people going through garbage. Yeah, right outside my yeah. apartment. They had a little stroller, just a little mm -hmm. wheeled stroller, and they were putting things into that stroller from the garbage bin. I first thought they were garbage collectors, right? I didn't know what they were yeah, yeah. at the beginning. They were slightly darker complexion, 
and there were clothes that were a little bit different to everybody else. And right. then I went to the local Grishonko, right? And outside, there was a woman dressed completely differently, like very colorful in a way, almost, almost like a robe uh, with a baby begging for money, right? Mm, yeah. And I just kind of thought, they're very different here. Who are these people? So I asked variants that I've met here for the first time, and I said, "Who are these sort of folks that are hanging around here?" Uh -huh. Right? And and uh, you know they, they sort of you know collect garbage and they sort of beg on the streets, and they told me gypsies with like, like a disgust in their eyes. And I said, Ooh. "Why? Okay, okay." And then and I started talking to most variants about them, and each time the response is the same. It is one of disgust. It's one of looking down on them. So I asked them, why is it that Russians are very, very ethnically, you know, fair and equal, but when it comes to this one group, why is it that people don't like them, right? And they gave me a whole bunch of stereotypes about them, <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> they revealed to me an entire stereotype, like how they're drug dealers and they're, you know, they, they don't integrate and, and they don't get educated. They don't even speak the language and they've been here for hundreds of years. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. and, then, and then they told me there are two kinds of gypsies. They're the ones who sing and dance, but they're all gone. They don't exist anymore. The only ones that are left are the ones who are begging or stealing, right? Or cheating people. And it was because I just kind of thought, wow, that is some mighty powerful stereotype you've got in your head right there about certain groups of people, right? I mean, about a certain group of people. So can you tell me a little bit about this? Where, where is this thing coming from? I mean, ultimately, it feels like a failure of integration. And, and, and it's, it's a reminder, it's a painful reminder to Russians that they cannot always integrate everybody, possibly. Well, uh, as far as I see it, uh, just historically, gypsies, uh, they, yes, they were nomads and uh, they moved from one place to another. And uh, just, you know, they uh, maybe the strange thing for me and for lots of people is that uh, those people, I think just if we talk about their feelings, about their satisfaction with their life, maybe they feel it's okay to do like this. Just, uh, you know, maybe that most of them used to be, or even they are, especially women, they're like fortune tellers, mm -hmm. and they try to uh, make money using this, uh, I I wouldn't say maybe technique or <laughs> knowledge. Right. right. I even don't know how to call, what to call this, but, you know, uh, other people don't like it when, when just uh, one gypsy woman is running after you and just... Uh, uh, telling you, give me some money and I will tell you the future, something like that. Or maybe, of course, of course, I agree that some uh, uh, people are stereotyping about them. Just they were uh, maybe they, they, they used to steal horses in the past or they did some bad things. Uh, they like they asked or they begged, they asked for money or something like that. But uh, on the other hand, as far as I see it, maybe those people, they are okay with the current lifestyle they have and uh, they don't want to change anything in their life. But and shouldn't Russians be accepting of that? Of course. Uh, you mean yeah, their, they their live, way of life? Yeah, if they want to live that way, that's their choice, right? Well, of course, they, they should accept. But yeah. uh, so here, yes, it comes to stereotypes and stereotyping. And uh, maybe... Uh, I even don't. It's quite controversial. Yes, you're right. And uh, sometimes you think you feel sorry for such people because they don't have enough money, they don't have good jobs, they are not accepted. 
by most of the people. But uh, on the other hand, when you see that they are okay with such a life that they have, and uh, you think, well, it's their choice. So you think that Russian society is a little bit conformist in nature? That everybody should. We have a standard that accepts differences in society, it's the differences in people. Maybe, but you must maybe, conform yeah. to this standard at least. So there's like a baseline. Of, yeah, of course it depends on the person, but generally, right. generally yes, I think you're right. And if you're out of this baseline, then you can kind of get stereotyped badly. Ooh, kind of. That's yeah. the risk, right? 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 No, because I, I mean I've got the nicest people around me that make the have those worst stereotypes about gypsies. Right, and thus react really mm-hmm. badly to them. Yeah. Right, um, in public, I've seen. So, I was quite shocked by that. I mean, like Australia doesn't have that one group that we sort of tend to pick on, like 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 one group that's sort of unanimously hated. Doesn't really have that. Right, everybody kind of keeps a smile to each other. May not like each other, uh-huh. but it's important to kind of try, try to be friends or pretend to be yes. friends. Right, that that's sort of the, like like a, like a cold war. Right, right, like a cold war that's going on, and that, that's okay. You know, as long as you don't have to like everybody. Right, as long as you're willing to work with them, as long as you're willing to create a you know peaceful, harmonious society with them, I think we can be satisfied at this point. Right, right. But when it comes to the gypsies here, there's no mercy given on that. Yeah, I just find that there's no quarter, no mercy, no no peaceful resolution. It's literally their scum. Right, that's the that's the reaction of the severe, the ordinary severian I've met here. Right, so I was kind of um, really shocked by that. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a problem not only for Siberia. I mean, when we talk about gypsy people, right? Because you know, it's it's actually it's the same in uh, I would say in all parts of Russia and other mm. countries. Mm. Like, well, I, I I saw the same in Kazakhstan when I was living there, mm. and uh, just I know the same. So, uh, similar cases yeah. uh, if we talk about European countries, especially maybe about uh, Eastern Europe. Right. Uh, so, Well, so to wrap it up here. Yeah. Yeah, so wrap it up here. I mean, how should we deal with stereotypes in society? How do we deal with them in the 21st century and beyond? Okay, first of all, you should think critically. Uh, don't be too... Don't, don't try to judge people uh, according to their just according to what people generally believe about this uh, just you should uh, you should think about a person as an individual and of course try to uh, if you have if you have an opportunity if you have a chance try to interact to communicate with him or her and uh, because I think communication is a good way here I mean uh, it's one of the means to solve this problem to get rid of stereotypes and maybe the second is that, uh, we should pay attention or take into account what uh, our media do or uh, entertainment industry like movies or theater or other kinds of entertainment and of course our educational institutions mm-hmm. they can be a solution as well mm-hmm. well I think those are <clears throat> some wise words from Vladimir well this has been the Big Apple School podcast this is Mike And this is Vladimir. I hope you enjoyed the show. Signing off.